right, everybody, welcome into Fresh Takes, Russo and Felice. I am Paul Russo. Next to me, as always, man, myth, legend himself, Nick Felice. Nick, happy Tuesday. How you doing? Fresh, um, freshly shaved, too, by the way. Looking good. Yeah, you try to get that every week, you know, Paul. Uh, <laughs> I'm like me. <laughs> you know, I'm doing well. Uh, good. Back. It's good to be back on a Tuesday. Yeah, it's been our first Tuesday in a hot minute. Yeah, I thought we were turning to a Wednesday show. We don't want to be a Wednesday show. But, we're a Tuesday uh, show. We have always been a Tuesday show, but we are back. It is a big night for your sports teams, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got hockey, the Lightning, obviously Yankees in postseason, but uh, different discussions today. We aren't really talking any of those, actually, oddly enough. Yeah, you know, it's still football season. Yeah. You know, it's the big the big football season. Good game last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, four touchdowns, 25 yards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty uh, pretty impressive. In the way that you thought ESPN kind of covered him, you thought he had four touchdowns for 1,000 yards. Yeah, yeah. But, well, he's legit. Different discussion uh, for in a couple minutes here. Appreciate, as always, Nate Sharman behind the scenes. I'm sure you'll hear his voice uh, every now and then pop up from time to time. He's producing, as always. So, uh, yeah, but um, a lot of stuff to kind of cover in the NFL. It was an interesting week. Um, concussions still kind of at the forefront. We'll kind of talk a little bit about that because uh, not only was there a rough roughing the passer call, to put it bluntly, last night you had – a couple other interesting ones, even though I know he's in concussion protocol, yet yet even doctors with the NFL questioning the Teddy Bridgewater uh, pull at the time and still kind of are, and, and stuff like that to work out. Obviously, a lot of games to kind of get into. College football, big week locally. Syracuse, um, the odd favorite going into this game against <laughs> NC State. I didn't, I didn't see that one. But, but we'll have a moment of – Paul getting on his soapbox here because uh, I'm I am a bit perturbed at ESPN uh, and uh, and it much your I don't know if this will be much your chagrin or not I don't know how you feel about this it's something we haven't really actually discussed even in our group chat uh, the whole entire Draymond Green Jordan Poole and the Warriors situation um so what are my thoughts on it well, well no we, well, that that's a topic <laughs> for later on I just I don't know how you feel about it because uh, I know how you usually feel about them but I think in the negative way I think I might get a, a positive spin out of you with the Warriors for a change uh well <laughs> you know that's pretty unacceptable what Draymond did so yeah. um I, save, save it for save it for when we get to it though all right the rest of it all right all right let's jump on in the NFL week uh week five in action, oddly enough. So we're over a month into the season. Crazy, crazy. So let's start. Um, let's start. Obviously, the local thing here. Like the Bills just are juggernaut this year. At this point, officially, right? I don't. I don't think there's a way we can kind of like avoid it. At this point, um, thirty-eight to three against what some people really were billing as a decent Pittsburgh team. I didn't think so, but. I figured Pittsburgh would put maybe who said that? Who, 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 well preseason who? preseason oh, okay. I'm talking about here at this point, but like I figured, you know, for, <laughs> I figured they'd be at least be able to cover the fourteen. I mean, fourteen is a big spread in the NFL. I need double digit like that, and to more or less get that, um, they more or less were doubled up on it. I mean, <laughs> that's just been, incredible. Could have been more, uh, more if. Uh... Bills didn't fumble the ball on the one yard line right. at one time. So, and it's it's interesting how I think a play can kind of determine 
uh, I guess, a game early on especially. So, like, normally I watch Red Zone with, with you and Matt. But this week, uh, myself and Nate, we had a we had an event to stream, so I just kind of hung out at home in the afternoon. I know Matt was at the game anyway. Um, you presumably had to go into work at some point. <laughs> uh, but um, I would have paid really great money to see Scott Hansen's reaction to Gabe Davis' 98-yard house call on 3rd and 10 or 3rd and 9, whatever it was, uh, the first drive of the game. Uh, because it, for a moment there, it really did look like, all right, Pittsburgh – has them pinned, you know, they're not going to be able to get anything going here. And Josh Allen finds pretty much – I'm intrigued here, actually. I'll, I will go to Nate here. Yeah, I have a question one. for Nate, too. Is is Gabe Davis officially Josh's favorite target at this point? or No, that'll, that'll probably be Diggs for the better okay. part of the rest of the year. Gabe Davis has just been hampered with an ankle injury. Okay. He's finally getting back healthy. Right. Now I missed the start of this game. How did the Bills start the game on the two-yard line? How did that happen? It was um, um, they missed a f- so they got the ball first. I I missed yeah. the first ten minutes too, but I so, believe they missed a field goal and then the Steelers punted and uh, Taiwan Jones muffed the punt and recovered it at the two yard line. I, I think no, the opening kickoff was a rough one. It swirled because it was the first play. It was the first drive of the game. I know they the missed goals. a field goal on their first drive. Was it? I believe so because I know Tyler. I think he got like a forty eight yarder blocked. Was I really just not paying that much attention? To we'll that? have to go to the we'll have to go to the notes on that one. But I'm no I'm no no the block sure. the blocked field goal came the next drive. We'll have to go to Tony Reale in the back. No 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 the touchdown <laughs> came first because I remember it. touchdown came first then the punt then the bass blocked field goal. Yeah, I remember that in order succinct order by the way. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's just weird because I know like a lot of people kind of are. Uh, I, I, I'll say pro Gabe Davis because I don't know how other what other way to kind of phrase it. Ah, uh, Paul, you're right. Yeah. Um, but um, I hate saying that. <laughs> a lot of people do. <laughs> but um, it, it's I I I I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Like I said, pro. I think a lot of the fans are pro Gabe Davis at this point. Well, he um, scores touchdowns. Well, no, but I think a lot of people kind of. Um, you know, again, Nate can probably answer this better than us because he is a Bills fan out of us here. But um, this is certainly, what, a couple of years in the making at this point, the year he's kind of started off with and everything like that? Yeah, and that catch over Minka Fitzpatrick yeah. is unreal. Yeah, so. The second uh, touchdown. Yeah, but I, I think when he's healthy, like I, I know, like you said, Diggs is probably still the number one, but Josh sure seems to love targeting Gabe Davis. Yeah, definitely deep. Center. He's a really good deep threat. Yeah. So, I mean, outside of that, I also think Josh Allen I mean, makes these guys better too. Well, I mean, that usually helps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenny Pickett, I know a lot of Steelers fans, I mentioned last week on the pile, a lot of Steelers fans around here. For what it's worth, I didn't think Kenny Pickett looked too, too bad. No. He had he certainly had flashes, but, um, yeah, like, that defense really did him no favors, obviously. And uh, What are you going to yeah. – first career start at yeah. Buffalo? I mean, yeah. what, what else do you want out of him? Well, I, I remember Nance and, and Romo like, well, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, they, they brought up like the past two to have their first career starts like on the road in like that type of environment where like Ben Roethlisberger and Terry Bradshaw. I'm like, yeah, like that's <laughs> – those are two like really good quarterbacks, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like, come on. So, uh, not didn't seem all that bad. Um, <clears throat> your G-men. That was my favorite game of the week. I bet. How you feeling? I, I, you know, I got up in time to watch it, so that was pretty cool. Um, you know, it's not. I'm more excited about the Giants four and one start. Mm-hmm. 
I think the Packers are a little overrated this year. Uh, oh, 100%. There's three and two still with the loss. Um, I hate to say it, but I think the Vikings might be the best team in that division this year. And uh, Yeah, record-wise, record, record wise, I'd agree. You don't agree overall? No. Who, who's the best? It's weird saying this out loud. I, I, I would go with Detroit, I think. It's very weird saying that out loud. You should keep that to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Detroit. I agree with Nick. You should keep that one to yourself. I can, I can tell you for sure who's not. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah. The other option. Yeah. It's definitely not Detroit either. I mean, Detroit has oh, shown God, flashes. Offense, man. They have what a big letdown this How week. How can you say that after Detroit just lost 29 I know. I just said what a big letdown this week. Yeah, it was. But uh, anyway, back to the G-men. Yeah, the G-men. Um, you know, it's a surprisingly the AFC East and the NFC East are the two best divisions in football. I don't know about that. Let's pump the brakes. <laughs> Let's pump the brakes a little bit here. Both, both have – well, really it's only one. The division says one team really weighing them down. <laughs> yes. And that is your Washington the co- command. The commies. <laughs> but um, – Oh, God, they're The bad. thing about the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Eagles mm-hmm. – Um. Have they played the toughest schedules yet? The Cowboys, you can make a case, yeah. Yes. Eagles, not so not much. Not so much because they're on the second place schedule. It's hard to judge them in five weeks. Yeah. But, but you can tell by the good. way. Yeah, but you can tell by the way like their games are played and stuff like that. I mean, we were kind of on the Eagles up front on the year, both of us. I think more so me than you. Um, I think – we were both kind of expecting a little bit more maybe out of Washington. Both of us were kind of uh, in the – I think the Giants will be better than what people perceive them to be. And they've kind of lived up to that, obviously, record-wise. Yeah. I mean, they're 4-1. Like <laughs> Saquon, you yeah. know, they dragged him into the I mean, the that, but that's, that's the key part in this, right, is a healthy Saquon. I mean, they dragged him into the locker room when he got hurt there yeah. for a little bit. Came back out, scored the game when he touched down. And I and Daniel Jones does his job. Yeah, I mean the offensive line was tremendous mm-hmm. during that game. They were giving him all the time to throw. Um, so you know any quarterback gets time to throw is right. going to make some good throws. I mean they're NFL quarterbacks for right. a reason. So he played well. Um, you know, obviously I I think I think not even debate right now. Brian Dable's coach of the year after the first five weeks. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. I think it will be – I think at this point it's the only competition might be Dan Campbell, just kind of depending on how the rest of the year kind of plays Dan out. Dan Campbell yeah. of the 1-4 and four Lions. Do you know what the record is? 1-4. and four. Yeah. The I mean, Lions are 1-4. They and also four. have, like, the third best offense in the NFL. Like, nothing makes sense with them. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Jared, Jared you, Goff was – Jared Goff, up until this week, was putting up, like, you could make a case for early season MVP. <laughs> like <laughs> – uh, not saying that he is. I'm not saying that he is. I I legitimately believe Josh Allen's the MVP right now. But like, <laughs> you can make yeah. a case for golf being MVP. <laughs> <laughs> this guy had a little too much coffee this morning, but uh, not enough. I'm just hammering my rowdy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, no, it's not Dan Campbell. The Lions are not good, and Josh Allen is yeah. the MVP, not Jerry Goff. But we'll uh, we will also shout out the other New York team. The Jets. the Jets, big win over the Dolphins, and it 
provides a nice little segue into the concussion thing because obviously that's the game, one of the games really that got highlighted with Teddy Bridgewater going down. I mean, the Jets are, you know, it's great mm -hmm. that they are yeah. three and two, but they did beat a third string quarterback. Yeah. Bridgewater played what? One play? Two plays. And he was gone. Something like that, yeah. So they basically played a third string quarterback. I would say tough scenes. Did you see what happened in uh, my myself and Sam Shields' fantasy matchup this week? Last night. Where he picked up Bridgewater to play quarterback last yep. minute, got knocked out, and then the same thing happened with me but with Darren Waller, and mm -hmm. that cost me a win. Yeah, all you needed was like eight points to tie. Yeah, and which he, Waller would have gotten. And he got hurt. Big Spain. Didn't get one catch. There, there. My existence is pain. I'm on the path of, to do that WNBA punishment, aren't I? <laughs> oh, we got a whole constellation tournament. Plenty of time before that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, back to it. It, it, it. What's weird is the new concussion protocols and rules kind of came out. They they did come out after the Thursday night game, which was weird. And they implemented them for the rest of the weekend slate of games. And uh, obviously, for the most part, in gameplay, they didn't have too, too much of an effect. Obviously, it did with the Dolphins and Jets. And then last night in the Chiefs and Raiders, you had uh, roughing the passer call. Specifically, I know the Chiefs were upset about it, but, I mean, you could make a case that Raiders fans should have been upset about one later on in the game, but that's here and over there because the one that does get highlighted is the one with Chandler Jones yeah. sacking uh, Derek Carr in what is a – out as clean a tackle as I think I've ever seen, <laughs> like literally, like, and it's tough because obviously they're and I understand you want to protect the quarterback, you want to protect these players, but I don't know what else you want these guys to do at this point outside of it just being flag football. I don't know if you, I did you bring up the the Bucks one? No, because I I tend to not look at that too too much because I think we're all kind of sick and tired of the whole entire. Tom Brady calls and, and stuff like that. But yeah, that's a good that – that, that is a fair though. example to bring up. It's a fair example to bring up. That was bad, though. Yeah. I think it was third down, too. I yeah. Think the Falcons were going to get the ball yeah. back. Yeah. That one legitimately was game-changing. Yeah. Legitimately. But it's Tom Brady. Right. So, I, I don't know. It's it's tough because, like I said, it's they, they were one game into the week's slate of games already when these rules came out. And to me, you put the refs – in a really tough spot because it's bad enough they have to do the interpretation stuff outright like that anyway more times than not. And, uh, look, I'm not saying, like, because, like, some of these refs, and we go through it with every professional sport, right, are just bad. But, I mean, I, I don't I don't envy them, especially this week, being put in a spot where you're – Landing and getting off the plane Saturday morning, you get told, like, oh, here's a whole new set of things you have to look at. What sport has the best refs? I think it's, I think all three of us would say different answers. Um, I like, you know, Nate's more of a hockey guy, but I've always thought NHL refs are really good. But you ask a lot of people who are bigger NHL people than, you know, myself, and they'll say, no way. Um, Collectively, I mean, I know we mock them pretty good, but, I mean, the NBA refs are probably the best out of the bunch, maybe. Like, yeah, you're I'm right. Not, we do disagree because I think the NBA's are the worst. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't I don't know. Like, it's just. 
Hockey's probably the best for me because that's, they just stay out of. Yeah, that, they don't need to be in the game as much. That's as my sports. thing with it. And, and I know who's the worst refs. Baseball. College basketball. Ooh, college oh, basketball. well, you have TV Teddy Valentine still out there, so yeah. I mean, we could do a whole podcast about that. My yeah. thoughts on that. Baseball. You could do a whole one just specifically about the ACC refs. Like that's just how bad they are. Little League. Well, <laughs> they're volunteers. <laughs> but pretty bad. Yeah, I I. Okay, so Nate Nate has my back, so I'll switch back to NHL, like I said. My guy, Wes McCauley, deserves a shout-out. I just see too many bad calls in the NBA, so I'll say NBA refs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we could kind of talk about it, but Patrick Mahomes had a classic Patrick Mahomes game last night in a way. Uh, Travis Kelsey, four touchdowns on 25 yards. And I forget what your stance is on NFL analytics. You're not a big baseball analytics guy. No, I am a big I'm baseball analytics guy. I think there's a combo for it, though, in baseball. Why? The NFL, I don't understand NFL or football analytics the way I do baseball analytics in that essence, I guess. So what's your, what's your thoughts on the two teams going for two at the end of the game? The Chiefs one I don't understand. The Raiders one, is I, the Raiders one I do. Going for the lead. Yeah. The Chiefs one. The Chiefs one I just don't. Because no matter what, you're fo- you have them having to go for a touchdown and then a field goal anyway. Like, to me, like, I, I don't know what you're doing. Just take the one point and move on. Go up eight. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I remember a day. To me, when, to me, it's basic. Like, I could be wrong. But I remember like, a day I when going for two was rare. Yeah. I miss those days. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, and this is, I think, why they obviously did it was pushing the extra point back to the, what is it, 23 or whatever the hell it is, or 13, you know, that, that forces a hand a little bit, I think. But... I don't know. Let's um, let's pick some games. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right. Thursday night. The bye starts this week. Yes. Thursday night is uh, yeah. It's a game. God, thank God it's on Amazon Prime and I don't have to watch it. It shouldn't be on anything. Yeah. Paul, the Sabres play. You can just watch them. Thank you. The Commanders <laughs> at the Bears. Really? People are actually going to that game? Like people bought tickets for that? Yeah. Yeah. People, people will be trying to return their Amazon Prime membership to Coles after to, after that game. I think, as if as if last week didn't them any favors. I'm going Commanders in this game. What? Oh God, it is that the Bears? They did play. They almost came. They did come back against Minnesota. Took the lead, but they didn't win. You're taking the Commanders. I'm taking the Commanders. Why? NFC beast, baby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> This team has really just drained the life out of me for pro football. <laughs> I'm going Bears. <laughs> like, like I, I'm sorry to my fellow Washington fans out there. Just what has this team done for us? I don't mean to make this like a, a, a rail against the machine, but like, why, why, what have they done? What have they done for us that makes us go like, let let's 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 continue to support this franchise. They've sucked the life out of me as a football fan from the pro side. They made the playoffs that one here with RG3. We killed RG3. <laughs> we literally let RG3 out there with a bad knee, and we destroyed his playing career. <sighs> Moving on. God, damn, we let Sean Taylor and Brian Robinson get shot. <laughs> By the way, that's that's an even – it's a pick em game right now Thursday night. Set or a Sunday? No, no European games. Thank God. 
49ers at the Falcons. The 49ers are five and a half point favorite. 49ers at the Falcons. I'm going Niners, by the way. This is a going pretty Niners. easy pick going for Niners. me. Yeah. This is an interesting game here. Patriots at the Browns. The Browns are a three point favorite. Why is that interesting? Uh, because if Mac Jones is able to go, I think it's the Patriots all day. If it's Zappy again, I feel pretty confident in Jacoby Brissett and the Browns. I'm going Browns. I will go Browns until I'm with you until I get until we have official word on Mac Jones. I think you have to go Browns. Even then, the Browns defense is a hair better than the Patriots. But Judon, Judon's having another really good year. All right. Jets at the Packers. The Packers are seven point favorite at home. Do it. If it was that near. Do it. I do it. I'll I do it. If you don't do it, I'll do it. I don't have a problem with it. Old Packers. J E T S. Jets. 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 Uh, I think they're a home team. I don't know if the Jets can win on the road. It's a tough place to play. I would lose my mind if Zach I'll Wilson be, I'll be, I'll be showed up to the game to Lambeau Field with a T-shirt that this is Aaron Rodgers' mom's face on it. That'd be fantastic. Well, we, um, what are your thoughts on uh, someone in that Jets game? It was uh, mm-hmm. Michael Carter, I think. They yeah. Did the waddle. Oh, that's tremendous. I love when players do that. <laughs> Just an outright mock. I love it. This is a uh, oh, wow. This is the first time seeing the spread on this game, and I have questions. Jaguars at the Colts. The Colts are a two point favorite. Jaguars have not played great since they blew that game against the Eagles. And the Colts have not played great all year. Colts won on Thursday night. Great game. Nobody, Very entertaining. No, but nobody won last Thursday night. <laughs> nobody. Not a soul. Bronco, I think the only. I think the only. I think overtime. the only. I think the only people who did win, and this is why I call a cross promotion to our Out of Bounds podcast, hosted by Josh Durso and Nate Sharman. Uh, the only people who did win were the Mina Golf Tour and Live Golf, as they gained probably a couple viewers from Thursday Night Football. Right, Nate. <laughs> it wasn't too many viewers. It didn't look like it had too many views when I checked in. Yeah, but you were watching. You switched over. Yeah, I watched a couple shots. Yeah, that's not the point. <laughs> Count um, it. Go Colts. I, I'm on Jags. Give me also, Trevor the Colts Lawrence. beat the Chiefs, Paul. Yeah, they Colts, did. they they could be frisky. The Jaguars were terrible last week. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. What are you guys trying to tell me? The Jaguars were terrible <laughs> last week. bring up Trent Dilfer every podcast, <laughs> I swear. I was ready to believe in the Jaguars until last weekend. Well, I, I'm a believer. <laughs> uh, Vikings at the Dolphins. The Vikings a three point favorite on the road. Vikings at the Dolphins. Uh, not with a third string quarterback. Yeah, this is a question. If it were even Teddy, I'd be tempted to take the Dolphins, but I just I can't. Take I, the I, I, gotta, I gotta take the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. Skull. <laughs> Bengals at the Saints. Joe Burrow returns to New Orleans and Louisiana as a one and a half point wow. favorite on the Saints. It's a good storyline right there. Yep. Um, Bengals have not looked great, but neither has New Orleans. Going Bengals get the big road victory. Yeah, Bengals are just slightly better. And again, another question of health with the Saints: Do we see Jameis this week or not? I know. So, Taysom Hill looking. This is a this is a low key a very very good game right here. The Ravens at the Giants. The Ravens are a five point favorite on the road. Super Bowl, whatever, rematch. Mm-hmm. 
the Treadmill for Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes full circle on the Fresh Shakes podcast. <laughs> Going G-Men, why not? I'm with you, actually. I want the G-Men here. Uh, the Ravens struggle to close out games. None of your commanders are way out of it. Do you think we can catch the Eagles? Yes. And the Cowboys? Yes. Yes. Oh, I think the Cowboys fall back to earth at some point here. The Eagles are the ones Well, where, the Cowboys will fall back once Dak comes back. Well, it's not so much that. I mean, the Cooper Rush thing, even if Dak doesn't come back, hypothetically, like the Cooper Rush thing has got to fall off eventually. Yeah. Like, but I, the, Eagle, the Eagles, like I said, I, I picked them out right at the start of the season. Like, I, they're too good, mm-hmm. at least in that sense. But, yeah, I'm on Giants here. Giants close out games really good, and the Ravens don't close out games good at all. So, yeah. That'll be something to keep an eye on. Uh, we'll call this the rock fight of the week. The Buccaneers at the Steelers. The Bucks eight-point favorites on the road. Going Bucks. Yeah. As am I. I mean, the Steelers really showed me a lot on Sunday to pick them. <laughs> uh, first of the 4 o'clock windows, a 4.05 kick. The 1-4 freshly fired head coach Matt Rule. Carolina Panthers are on the road to take on the Los Angeles Rams. Rams 11-point favorites. What's up with the Rams? Uh, if there was ever a game to really bounce back, this is the one. Taking Rams. Yeah. Why, Paul? Um, Carol- what do you mean, why? Carol- Baker's hurt. The Rams or the Panthers are in shambles. Run CMC might be a Buffalo Bill by this time next week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I like the first game without the head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams. Steve Wilkes, by the way, is the interim former head coach of the Cardinals. Like he knows what he's doing. Charlotte, North Carolina. Is still so far from Los Angeles, California, and yet there will still be more Panthers fans in that stadium. In that, in that. oh, I don't know about this week with that. Hold on, <laughs> I like the Panthers. Hold on, <laughs> with the new interim head coach Steve Wilkes to get the win against the Rams. The Rams have been struggling. There is big, major problems with that team right now. Cardinals at the Seahawks. The Cards are three-point favorites on the road. Going Seahawks. Geno Smith's a legit quarterback. Yeah. Hmm. This is a really toss-up game for me. I'll go Seahawks as well. Give me the home field advantage. Yes. Battle of the Birds. A game that I'm sure... Actually, to be fair, the, the final two games on Sunday are really good. 425 on CBS. The Buffalo Bills head to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. The Bills, three-point favorites on the road. <laughs> Wait, you're doing the LeBron thing? Not not seven, not eight, not nine, not ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Going Chiefs. Wow. Okay, I'm on Bills. Took me 13 seconds to figure out that. Okay, I'm on Bills. This is the first time in the Patrick Mahomes era that he is a home dog. Really? Yep. Hmm. How about that? It's at the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Arrowhead will be rocking. That's a great stadium. Give me the Bills. Give any, me the Bills. Any explanation? It's, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. It's That's be a the, great only, game. It's the only explanation you need. I think it should be a night game, but I guess we'll settle for 425. <laughs> yeah, because the Sunday night game is uh, the Cowboys at the Eagles. The Eagles are five-point favorites. <laughs> Um, fly Eagles fly. That's my pick. I guess I try to go to bed early that night. 
<laughs> the Cooper Rush era hits its first loss. Yes, I think so too. And then uh, on Monday night, what a way to really punctuate the week. Broncos at the Chargers. Chargers are five-point favorites. <laughs> they got to stop putting the Broncos on TV. I'm going Chargers, by the way. Not even a question. Not even a question. Mm. Chargers haven't looked too great, but I'm going Chargers as well because the Broncos are bad. Broncos country. Let's ride. Oh, God. <laughs> Disgusting. He said that after the game. That was awesome. Oh, gosh. Both throw up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, head over to college football here quickly. Uh, it's going to be a fun week, I'd say, or allegedly a fun week. You're going. Week. I'm going. What time's the game? 3.30. We'll have some fun. You like the 3.30 game? Yeah, we're going to do a little tailgating, I think. Uh, third ticket to be determined, as I'll call it. You like it better than the new game? Yeah. Like um. The- yeah. Do yeah. you like the night games? Yeah. Dome and spooky hours is – no. you don't want to come to the Dome on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. But let's start here, obviously, with Syracuse. They didn't get game day. Game day is heading back to Knoxville for the second time in well, four weeks. Losers. For Alabama, Knox, for Alabama, Tennessee. And I'm not going to sit here and bash. That's, Maybe next week. That That's the game, you know, probably really of the week, right? If, Number one if Bama. If they win this game this, this week, Maybe. Well, Syracuse is at Clemson next week. Yeah, no. If they were to do that, then I I legitimately will kidnap Lee Corso and force them to do game day for Cuse Notre Dame at Syracuse. It's true. Even though I won't be there. or And you won't be there. <laughs> A lot of people will. Yes. But looking forward to it for one. But game day – they yeah, go to Lawrence, Kansas, and they talk about how, like, we want to try and split things up. And what do you do? You go to freaking Knoxville again so we can hear McAfee yell about Rocky Top for the freaking 1,783,000th right, time. They just went to Tennessee. Yeah, four weeks, three weeks ago. Why are they going back? Because it's Alabama and Tennessee, even though it's a game on CBS. Wow. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I just, I, it drives me up a wall. The disrespect for Syracuse. Oh, it is Syracuse football. We got to keep that. It's not mind. the point. Not the point. I mean, I Disrespectful. I don't think that it's made the bottom line on ESPN that they destroyed Wagner. But, uh, you know, it's this is their first true test of the year. You know, they've had some fun, they've beaten the teams they're supposed to beat. But this is their first. This is their first legit game. If they can win this game, then people are going to take a second look mm-hmm. at them. Uh, it's not Clemson next week. That's an extremely tough test next week. But if they go into that game with a six 0 record, the confidence will definitely be up high. And yeah. I'll be rooting for them these next two weeks because because I, I can't even imagine if they won these next two games. They would be a top 10 team in the country hosting Notre Dame, which should be ranked again. Well, that, that was going to be our next question for you, actually. But Did they get ranked again? No. No. Syracuse is ranked 18th in both polls, by the way. But, oh, yeah. I was thinking they'd be like 7th. But if they win these next two games, they're going to be eh, – they'll still be around 7th because none, none of those teams are going to lose. Uh, How you feeling though about your Irish show right now? Nice little, I shouldn't say well. That's uh, a big. That's a big win. 
It's a big win. It's I mean, oh. it's tough. You know, you lost to Marshall. Mm-hmm. Lost to Marshall. The herd. So they basically ruined their team of destiny. Playoff. I mean, their playoff chances. So hasn't been great when that happens in week two. But you know, they're they're playing well. I mean, they still got a shot to go to a pretty good bowl. Mm-hmm. So it's just disappointing that they're not going to play for the playoff this year. But hey, you just got to get you know Marcus Freeman some experience. Mm-hmm. It'll be a great game in a couple weeks. Halloween weekend going to be yep. really spooky. Spooky hours that, in the dome. That's, that's a night game, I think, too. I haven't announced the time yet. Yeah, it should be. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy though if they're a top ten team, right? Hosting Notre Dame with all the Notre Dame fans around here. Yeah, that place is gonna be nuts. So um, looking ahead for the week, we have our first Wednesday regular season, true Wednesday regular season game of the year. Yeah. Is the Louisiana Asian Cajuns take on the Marshall Thundering Herd? Fun bell action on Wednesday night. How about that? Uh, I already forgot the two teams you just said. <laughs> Louisiana and Marshall. Oh, Marshall. Yes. Oh, screw them. <laughs> Marshall's a ten-and-a-half point favorite, by the way. Yeah, I'm going uh, the other team, Louisiana State, whatever you said. Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. <laughs> I'm going Marshall, by the way. But yeah, it's, it's like 23 straight days of football. It's here nor there. A lot of good uh, – this is – it. look – I, I don't want to outright bash game. They, they they had their pick of games this week, but I'm just disappointed that they went they're going back to a place that they were literally just a couple weeks ago. So uh but uh, NC State Syracuse, Syracuse three and a half point favorite. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that. Is what's NC State ranked? Fifteenth. And they're eighteenth. Mm-hmm. Wow. How about that? That's a top twenty matchup. Cuse baby all day. Let's go. You taking the three and a half? The three one five. Let's ride. Hell yeah! Give me the money line. Give me the points. Give me everything, Cuse baby. Oh, I would take them every which way if uh, we could here in New York. Park. Hell yeah, Nate. There's a reason why you're Mister Syracuse. Do you want to drive to New Jersey? No. In the morning? No. So we can bet on them or no? No. No. Okay. No. That's too. That's too far out. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can figure out a different way if we are really desperate. But mm-hmm. three and a half. I don't like it. I'll take uh, NC State plus three and a half. I think Syracuse wins by a field goal. Maybe one or two points. I think it's going to be a great game. But it's going to be a close one. I, I picked them to win. Game-winning field goal. After all, the hype, after all the hype you just had. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I number 10, Penn play. State's at number 5, Michigan. Is Michigan finally playing <laughs> a decent team? Penn State. What's, what's Penn State ranked? 10. What's Michigan ranked? 5. At Michigan, though, mm-hmm. is it noon? Yep, Ugh. big noon kickoff. I'm going Penn State. Wow, I'm going Wolverines. I can't stand Michigan. <laughs> Let's see here. I have to scroll down for a while here to get to the next really decent slate. Alabama, Tennessee. I'm going Alabama. I don't understand. They're only a touchdown favorite. They're going to win like 45 to 10. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy bet right there. Yeah, but it's at Tennessee. Game day. Is Bryce yeah. Young back? Uh, I don't, I don't think, think it makes so. a difference, but, yeah. I mean, who knows? To me, it doesn't make a what difference. What do you think of that call by Texas A&M at the end of the last weekend? Did you see the play? Yeah, I, I, that's just Jimbo being Jimbo. What a I terrible mean, call. Yeah, bad call. Just run the ball. <laughs> run the ball. Game on the line. Idiots. 
Oklahoma State, TCU, 8 versus 13. TCU, a three and a half point favorite. At Did home. they end up winning last week, TCU, over Kansas? Mm hmm. Yep. I'm going to go Oklahoma State, though. Give me the pokes. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> By the way, shout out in their first year of existence as a Division One A program, James Madison, officially 25th in the country. Wow. Yeah. They're in the same class as Syracuse. Jam you, baby. Mississippi State, 16 at 22, Kentucky. Should be an interesting one, but I'm going to go with a rebound victory. I'm going Kentucky. I like Kentucky, too. Stanford-Notre Dame, one of the oldest rivalries in college football this weekend. Stanford, man? God, they're bad. What's the record? One and four. Oh, my. The same coach, too. Yeah. Wow, what happened to them? Obviously, Notre Dame. I'm going Notre Dame, yeah. Then uh, Pac-12 gets interesting. It's number seven USC at number twenty Utah. By more USC. USC. USC is a dog right now. By the way. Whoa, you like that? Mm-hmm. And uh, for what it's worth, uh, worth mentioning that the two and four Nevada Wolf Pack are on the road uh, to face the Hawaii Warriors for our Hawaii After Dark experience this week. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you for bringing <laughs> that game up Bye. for us sickos out there. <laughs> but but uh, uh, should, what week is this now? Week seven for college. Week seven. Mm-hmm. Damn, only two months in. Yeah, and Syracuse is still undefeated. How about that? Do you realize though? Like I, I told you this before, <laughs> if they go undefeated, Syracuse, they will be the number one seed in the college football playoff. What happens with Georgia and Alabama in this scenario? Do they just like die in a plane crash? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I think Alabama, I think someone beats them once this regular season, and uh, they'll beat Georgia in the championship, and they'll both be in. And you'll be playing Clemson once again. Wow, How about the Nick Felice? You said it here first. I'm fresh. No, I don't know because you would have to go on defeat. You probably you would beat Clemson once, and they mm-hmm. wouldn't even play in the ACC championship. I think Clemson would be out. Mm. About that, you'd play. Michigan. Wow. You heard it here first on Fresh Takes from Nick Felice. <laughs> Number one seed, Syracuse hosting Michigan. <laughs> Before we get out here, do I talk about the, the Warriors situation last week with Draymond Green and Jordan Poole? The leaked video, obviously not a good look on Draymond anyway in this case, let alone with or without the video. Yeah, um, yeah this is a team that um, you know we talk about a lot of positives with, but we have a negative here. Yeah. And obviously – Draymond's in the wrong. There's a lot of interesting kind of things to take away from this. A lot of people, uh, while saying Draymond is wrong, and I don't disagree with the sentiment that they also bring up the fact that whoever leaked the video, probably also a little bit in the wrong for obviously different reasons. But uh, it's just an interesting scenario. Obviously, pretty much at the doorstep of uh, the NBA season. Mm -hmm. Tips off next Tuesday night. We'll do our preview, obviously, next Tuesday for it. But... um, Look, a team that still very much so has that championship window wide open. Um, if, if last year's any indication, I don't see why they wouldn't be the favorites going forward this year. Um, and, look, Draymond and Jordan Poole are big pieces of that puzzle for for the Warriors. I haven't heard anything. Uh, punishments? Has There's going to be some sort of disciplinary action against Draymond. But not from the NBA, but from the team itself. Yeah, it's a terrible look. Yeah. Um, the NBA, I think, is doing the right thing by just kind of staying away from it and letting the team handle it for has a change. Has he played his last game as a Warrior? 
No, I don't think so. He, this might be his last season as a Warrior, but I don't think he's played his last game as a Warrior. I don't. At least I don't have any indication. I don't know why you would. I don't know why you'd rock the boat just with the season about to start any more than what it's has already Jordan Poole said about this. He's been pretty quiet about it. Yeah. But that's also usually the way Jordan Poole is, which is why this whole entire deal has been interesting kind of from the start. Has Draymond apologized or anything? Yeah. Yeah, he he had a presser like two days after, which was a day after the week, and uh, said, you know, he acted out and whatever. And I mean, you're just probably pushing, shoving, and fighting all the time. Well, something had to have been – I was about to say, I mean, something had to have been said. I mean, Kerr obviously – he's the golden example. I mean, Steve Kerr got punched by Michael Jordan in a Bulls practice, and – Kerr brought up a good point that, you know, this happens probably more often than people kind of think. Uh, he said that there, at least in his time playing and coaching and being in the front office, this probably has happened at minimum somewhere in the 20-ish times range. Uh, it's just that this is the first time really that we've ever had the uh, video footage of what really transpired. So it's interesting because, I, I like I said, I don't necessarily doubt that say this happened – at some point in the heat locker room, Nick locker room, you know, but um, it definitely, even then though, I mean, there's a lot to unpack. I mean, Draymond, I, I wouldn't call it a true sucker punch, but it sure looked like Jordan Poole wasn't really expecting it. No. You know, he was probably just expecting a little, another shove or something. Right. Because Poole shoved them, right? To start. I think it was like hard play or something down at the other end of the court, and then they were just kind of mouthing off to each other and. Yeah. He went a little too yeah. far. Yeah. His anger got the best of him yeah. in that situation. But uh, I don't think it's going to affect the team at all. I mean, it might affect Draymond coming back to the team. But the team will be – I mean, Draymond is the is the glue to that team. But I think they'll be fine. I don't think it's going to affect them at all. Is he the glue of that team, though, at this point? He was. I think you make the case that, like, Clay is kind of the glue at this point. The way that they've always kind of rallied around him and the way they kind of changed once he came back last year. It's true. Good point. Uh, but Draymond uh, does his makes job. Makes you wonder, yeah. Um, they are the defending champs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, every good team has a heel, right? I mean, and Draymond certainly does not have a problem being the heel in that sense. Yeah. So... I just – I don't know. It, it's interesting because, like I said, I mean, this is a team still very much so. The championship window is open for them. We're at the dawn of a new NBA season. Yep. Obviously with arguably at worst the third most noticeable notoriety-worthy team in the NBA at this point. You know, it's it's a lot to unpack. I think – like like – well, you said, I don't know if it necessarily really rocks the boat of the team too, too much, and it already has. Because um, it's such a long season. Right. And, look, I mean, I think we both could be very much so wrong. I think we could get a month into this deal where they have 15 or so games under their belt. And if they're like 4-11 and 11 or something ridiculous like that, where it's pretty clear that, you know, he's an issue, then he, I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone sooner than later. But that being said, like I said, I, I don't see him – cut, wave, traded before the season starts. I can see a scenario where maybe he is traded at the deadline or something like that, but more than likely not in my head because I just he's like you said, he's too big of a piece overall that team. But I can't see a way at this point that he's there next year. I just 
I just can't. Mm-hmm. You know. Be interesting, especially when they play on the court at the same time. If that ever does happen again. But they do. I mean, they play small. I mean, Poole usually will be at the four and Draymond at the five, or vice versa. And we talk about how good Draymond is. Jordan Poole is just as important to this team yeah. as he is. So. 100%. I mean, Poole, Poole's turned into kind of like one of the unsung heroes on the team. Can shoot, can play low, can can guard pretty well. Yeah, he, he improved a lot yeah. last year, so he's a pretty good player. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, we'll talk more NBA next week uh, with the season tipping off next Tuesday night, and we'll yeah, do just, our preview then. Just a little touch, you know, NHL starts tonight. Yeah, yeah. MLB, you know, your Yankees playoffs start tonight. It's your, one of your favorite times of year. Yeah, it's a busy time of the year. So, all right, that'll do it for Fresh Takes for today. Nick, who are you shouting out? Uh, I, I just brought up the Yankees. I'm going to shout out my cousin Jack. Shout out uh, Jack. You know, it's a difference in a year for the kid. Uh, he was at that Yankees-Red Sox wild card mm-hmm. game, the last ever AL one-game wild card game last yep. year. And – uh they did not win that game, but they play tonight against mm-hmm. Cleveland. Yeah. Shout out Jack, but Paul, who you got in that series? I'm I'm rolling the Yankees, but I am frightened as hell of that Cleveland team. Scared as hell yeah, of pitching. it. Yeah. They're good. Cal Quantrill's not right. We'll see how they do tonight. He doesn't get strikeouts, but fifteen and five and a sub three and a half ERA is <laughs> really good. <laughs> really good. All right. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Catch up anytime on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe there. Uh, See us on Anchor and Spotify. Appreciate Nate Charman producing behind the scenes. We'll talk to everybody next Tuesday morning, hopefully, or if not, be Wednesday morning again. Either way, we'll talk to you next week. See you then.